show, guys. Thank you for tuning in to the Elevate with Erica podcast. I'm your host, Erica. My mission is to connect with you through our stories and in that process, spread inspiration for you to go do amazing things with your life. I had crushed that this is the way to the perfect job, marriage and kids checklist and was left unhappy, stressed, living paycheck to paycheck and unfulfilled. I knew there had to be more to life than wishing away the week until Friday. And so I found that proof. And that's what I'm here to do for you and with you. Are you ready to create a life that gets you excited? Then elevate with Erica. Grab a bottle and get comfy, friends. It's time for some unfiltered advice. Hey, guys. Welcome back to another episode of Elevate with Erica. I'm so glad you're here today. And if I could ask you for a favor, if you could slide on over and drop my podcast a rating and review if you haven't already, that lets the platform know to push my podcast in front of more people so that we can make a bigger impact I don't have some big sponsor for this show, and so I rely on you. So I totally appreciate you taking the time to do that. Today, I wanted to talk about something that I'm super passionate about. I've touched on this topic a few times, the idea of being stuck, but I want to go a little more below the surface with it today. Your current situation is not your final destination. We've all heard that, right? I love that saying, and it's something I remind myself of often. Sometimes we have to sit in the current situation a little longer than we want to in order to get out of it, but no matter, it takes getting uncomfortable, it takes making moves, it takes change to get us out of a situation that's no longer serving us. I think we all know that, but sometimes it's easier to tell ourselves we're just stuck here. No one can make the mental shift to being ready to make moves for us. That just takes you getting sick of your own bullshit, right? I think we see this all the time. Friends staying in relationships you know are no longer healthy for them. You can give all the advice you want, but you're going to be the bad guy until they are ready to get out of it, right? People staying in jobs where they are disrespected or unappreciated or undercompensated because they don't want to start off making less somewhere else, because they don't want to make sacrifices to create a better future until they get sick of being undervalued and walk out, right? People putting their health on the back burner, stuck in the vicious cycle of eating crap and not working out because they are too tired and too busy to change until they have to because of a health scare or until they are sick of feeling like crap. People living somewhere with no opportunities for growth in their chosen or desired career path because they don't want to move away from what they know until they, well, I'm actually sorry to say that there's usually not an until they with that one. They usually just stay dreamers. And that's what I'm hoping to shake out of you today. Everybody dies, but not everybody lives. I want you to live. The biggest regret of people on their deathbed, you know it. I wish I had the courage to live a life true to myself, not the life others expected of me. Get out of the relationship if you're not happy. Quit the effing job that's not valuing what you bring to the table. Take care of your body like it's the only one you'll get because it is and stop eating shit all the damn time. Quit putting Netflix shows before your sleep and a 30-minute workout. Be willing to start over in a new place with new people if where you're living doesn't support your growth. And I'm not trying to sound insensitive right now. I'm actually a super emotional person, and I totally expect tears to flow at some point once I picked today's topic and knew what it would bring up from my own life. 
but I'm trying to wake you up because I needed waking up to you at several different points in my life. I'm super passionate about people living and not just existing. There's enough crap out there keeping us comfortable. People telling you what you should do, what success looks like to them and placing their experiences and beliefs on you. Even the whole self-love movement has taken a turn to giving people excuses to not take care of themselves. And we don't need that. We have enough excuses on our own to not work out and eat everything we want all the time, right? I'm not saying it's easy to do the things I'm talking about here today, and I'm actually speaking from a point in my life where I am fighting tooth and nail to get where I want to be. I'm in the trenches, and I have been telling you guys that I'm in the trenches since I started this podcast over a year ago. Well, guess what? I've been in the trenches trenches since June of 2020, working to build my own business from home, and I fully expect to be fighting to get out of it and on level ground for at least another one to two years. I knew that going in, but I got to a point where I realized I was going to feel like I was in the trenches until I reached my 30-year retirement at my nine-to-five job. So it became time for some sacrifice. I made the sacrifice of leaving the regular paycheck, that salary, those benefits, to put in work for a few years building a life where I wasn't wishing away my weeks until Friday. And I was already making a sacrifice, right, by being there. Just a quick side note. Sometimes we don't really acknowledge that we're already making sacrifices to sit comfortable. I was sacrificing my happiness. So I exchanged that sacrifice for other sacrifices that would build the life where I wasn't wishing away my weeks until Friday. And it wasn't something that came without affecting my marriage as well. Finances are one of those hot topics in the success or failure of our marriage, right? When I told my husband I was leaving the paycheck we had become accustomed to, it wasn't something he accepted with open arms. I was, I was listening to a podcast the other day with, with Julie Voris. She's a fellow Beachbody coach. And she was talking about a podcast that she had listened to that was discussing there being a wow and a how person in every marriage. The wow person is the dreamer. The how person is, well, my husband. We have to learn that each of us bring a necessary approach to life though, right? To living. We kind of need both as a balance. I'm definitely more in line with the wow person. It's absolutely just the way I was raised. My mom is a very optimistic person and also has this zest for life that's hard to find. And she is a freaking fighter too, y'all. One of these days, I'll get around to interviewing her on this podcast because I feel like you guys would understand why I am the way that I am if you heard the way that she grew up, the things that she went through, and how she built an amazing life from a path that could have led her down a totally different road. I'm a very emotional and passionate person. It's also just a part of the Hispanic culture, I think, to be that way. I mean, I'm not putting everybody in a, in a basket here, but in my family, we just didn't grow up hiding emotions. My family would just put it out there. My mom would be on the phone for hours sometimes talking to family and sorting out problems. And honestly, she will still do that for me and my sisters. So I'm a great listener, very empathetic person, and I'm here to tell you that all of your feelings are valid. But at the same time, I'm also going to tell you, okay, This is how we are going to change your current situation. And I'm going to walk with you through it, not just tell you. Or I'm going to remind you, you know what? It won't be like this for long. Kind of like when I was breastfeeding and was getting zero sleep. (laughs) Your current situation is not your final destination. 
It doesn't have to be. And so I'm having to remind myself of just that even more so since building this business from home, because I'm trying to not let the sacrifice I made become my husband's sacrifice as well. So many days I have to remind myself what I'm working towards, why I left what I was doing, reassure myself I'm doing the right thing. This is change. This is getting uncomfortable. This is working towards what I deserve. This life is worth fighting for. That's something you have to be able to do for yourself. I can't wait for my husband to tell me those things, right? Tell me everything is going to be okay when my check isn't what I hoped, when a team member quits, when I'm not seeing the challenger signups I hope for, when I miss a monthly goal. I've been writing little notes to myself every morning while I drink my lemon water and prep for my workout. I root for myself in those notes. I speak to myself about my day like I would speak to someone else I love needing support. I have post-its on my bathroom mirror of reminders I need at the stage of life that I'm in right now. It may sound silly, but it helps me. That's how I'm doing this. That's how I have the courage to continue on this entrepreneurial journey and not run back to the job where I was selling my happiness for a comfy paycheck. So sure, I have days where I just need a good cry. And you know what, honey, I do that. Sure, I have days where I wish someone would just hug me and tell me I'm doing amazing. But you know what, guys? We can't rely on outside sources to keep us fighting for the life we desire. We cannot. We have to learn to rely on ourselves. So I have those moments where I feel alone and sad, but then I write a note to myself. I say what I would say to a loved one in my shoes. I pray. I sit in silence. I turn on music. I do whatever it takes to pull myself back up. And I remember who the F I am and that I'm worth the fight. What can you do to support yourself through a change you want to make? Divorce, breakups, they freaking suck, right? I mean, I did have a couple guys I broke up with that I was like, I'm glad. I'm so, so glad that's over, you know, but breakups require us to get uncomfortable, right? They inject big changes into our routines, Add on heartbreak if it's not something you wanted or maybe you know it needs to happen, but you're going to miss them at the same time because that's a thing too. What can you do to support yourself through leaving a relationship that's no longer healthy for you to be in or that's holding you back from living a life you desire? And what about workouts and nutrition? You're thinking, oh God, here comes Beachbody coach Erica's speech. <laughs> Where's the skip 30 seconds ahead button? Don't you push it. Listen to me. I have people say I eat like crap because my husband does, because my kid's eating junk and then I want some. That's not their fault. That's yours. It's not easy to make yourself something healthier. It's not easy to not finish off the entire bag of Doritos with your kids or the row of Oreos. It's not easy. And last night, I did take two of my son's cookies, honey. Sometimes I give in. But stop waiting on your husband to eat like you to support your workouts, to take this day one more seriously than the last 10 times you've tried to get healthy. Stop waiting on your kids to move out in 10 years so you can stop buying Oreos. You got to support yourself. So yes, leave your husband on the couch and tell him I'm going to bed 30 minutes early so I can get up 30 minutes earlier to work out. He can join you or he can sit right there. You have to support yourself. Stop suppressing your feelings, desires, dreams to keep peace with others. I'm so, so guilty of that. I feel like I should say that again. I'm totally working on that right now. Stop suppressing your feelings, desires, and dreams to keep peace with others. 
Go buy some healthy chips from Thrive Market to support that Dorito craving. (laughs) That's what I've been doing lately. By the way, I'll put a link in the show notes. You can snag 40% off your first order with my code, and I absolutely love that. So I have so many healthy snack options around me right now. Yes, my kids' stuff is still here, but I'm giving myself a chance, right? I'm supporting my decision to pay attention to what's in the food that I am consuming. Your current situation is not it, girl, is not it. It doesn't have to be. I've been low, guys. I've been in places mentally that weren't pretty. I had to get to those ugly places to decide to make changes. I wish I could save you from those low moments in your own life, but you have to do that for you. You don't have to wait until rock bottom to make moves. Maybe you need to on something, so, you know, but you don't have to. I just want you to know that. You don't have to wait until the doctor says, okay, here's all your medications I'm prescribing you because here's your list of diseases from not taking care of yourself to then decide to reach out to me and say, okay, Erica, what's this challenge group thing you're talking about? I was headed towards rock bottom when I decided to leave my nine to five. I wasn't there yet, but I could see what my life would look like if I stayed. And sometimes I think that's important to do, by the way. And all the moves you wish to make that you're not making because you're sitting comfortable right now. Take a look at your future if you don't make moves. It's why I went to my husband with tears in my eyes when I knew I had to leave that job. And why I left the job without his support. I could see it ruining my marriage because it was changing how I was showing up as a wife. I could see it leading me toward unhealthy habits of just looking forward to my next drink. I could see it even affecting how I was showing up in my role for that job. And when you lose the desire to produce quality work, you're not even feeling your own basic need to have a purpose in life. I could see it making me a mom that yelled like a lot. I just wanted it to be quiet. I just wanted to not answer questions. I just wanted to not make any more decisions by the time I got home. They were getting what was left of me and not the best of me. I was filled with so much resentment for that situation I had gotten myself into between finances for my first marriage and the travel required for that job because of my current marriage. That resentment was only building and building and I could see my future. I could predict it. I could see what it would look like if I stayed in that job. There was another divorce. There was yet another financial start of nothing but debt to show for it. There was my boys with a mom who was stressed, unhappy, angry, resentful, and another broken home. So how could I leave that job without my husband's support? Couples are supposed to make those decisions together, right? Well, that's why. I didn't need him to understand. I don't need anyone to understand. And maybe you don't. And that's okay. But I fully believe I saved my marriage that day. And I gave my kids a brand new mommy. If you want out of a situation or circumstance in your life today, my hope for you is that you stop existing in it. My hope for you is that you decide to live. It's going to take preparation, where maybe you have to stay in it for a little right now while you build a new path on the side. It will probably take sacrifice, where you have to give up some of the comforts that you're used to in order to build something new. Those sacrifices may last a month, and they may last three years. 
But are you really not willing to fight for your life for three years in order to live a life most only dream about? Your dreams, desires, wants, your purpose, it's all worth fighting for, my friend. Stop playing small and settling for a mediocre life. The fact that you were given life is already a freaking miracle. It was by no accident. You're not here to settle for a job not serving you, people not giving you the love and respect you desire, to live in a body that feels weak and tired, causing you to do more things that make you feel more weak and more tired by the day. There's these toxic things that we tell ourselves subconsciously or to allow ourselves to stay comfortable, right? I'm too old. I'm not smart enough. I don't have time. I'm out of shape. I'm not like them. I don't have the money. Have you ever said any of those things to yourself? I have. You are not alone, sister. Guess what? Those are the things holding us back. Those things we allow to just roll off the tongue. Those things we've chosen to identify with and accept as truth. Accept as things that we cannot change. If I had a dime for every time someone told me they weren't a morning person. They've accepted that as their truth. Owning that you're not a morning person is fine, by the way. That's not what I'm saying. But don't say it in the same breath as you say that you wish that you were. You don't wish that you were. If you did, you'd own that you could do something about it. There is someone else out there with less talent than you, with less time than you, with less money than you, battling diseases and lost limbs or old injuries, overcoming childhood trauma, unafraid to be unlike anyone else. And they are doing the damn thing. They are doing the thing you want to do. When are you going to give yourself the permission to do the damn things on your heart? When are you going to stop letting you stop you from living the life you're capable of living? Your current situation is not your final destination because whether you're 20 or you're 80, you've got life to live if you can hear my voice right now. Living is a choice. Make the choice to live a life that gets you excited. You know what's beautiful about getting to that place? You know why that place is worth fighting for? Yes, because you deserve it. But also, you know what we get to do on our way there? We get to inspire other people to do the same thing. Your courageousness, your willingness to fight for you can show someone else that they can too. Think you're not in a position to make an impact on the world? You're wrong. There's your impact. I read something the other day that I didn't love. It relates to this episode topic, and I need to change up the wording to empower us to stop existing in situations holding us back from the life we are capable of truly living. It said something like, when you're in tough times, you can either fight the waves or you can ride them. You can spend all your time wishing things were different, or you can let go and ride the wave. Learn to ride the waves. Okay, guys, I don't love it. That's not how you elevate with Erica, you know? I actually can respect that sometimes you have to ride the wave and no, you know, it won't be like this for long, like my breastfeeding and no sleep example earlier, but I don't like that they didn't give you an option to make waves yourself. Make freaking waves, you guys. That's what this episode is about. You have the power to do it. Stop sitting around waiting on things to happen to you and for you and coasting along the waves that someone else created. Make your own freaking waves.
I'm going to touch more on this with our cheers for today's episode. So grab the cup of whatever you're drinking this morning and let's do this. Cheers to no longer riding waves someone else created. Make a splash. Make your own waves. The fact that you were given life is a miracle. Don't waste it on mediocrity. We all have to die, but living is a choice. Do what makes you happy. Rock the damn boat. You are worthy of living a life that gets you excited, and you are capable of so much more than what you're giving yourself permission to pursue. Until next episode, friends. E.